Welcome to the Dental Breakdown Show. This show is where we break down issues in the dental marketplace. My name is Christian White, CEO of White & Associates Practice Consulting, Better Business, Better Dentistry. Today is podcast number 19. We are talking about crisis management and strategic communications with Cindy Linus, the CEO of CEL Marketing and Design. Cindy, welcome. Good morning and good afternoon. It's a good, it's a great day out and we're just trying to navigate this uncharted territory. Uh, yes, we are. Let's uh, start out this, uh, this morning by uh, having you just talk, talk a little bit about yourself. Uh, I'm happy to talk about the company, probably even more than myself. So um, Cindy Linus, I started the business um, in 1988. That was a long time ago. And so, uh, and started as a public relations firm for education and health services. So dental practice, health clinics, um, Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, uh, causes close and important to our world. And it was really to help them communicate and uh, educate, which is really what marketing and PR is, uh, to their patients, to their prospects, and help them use terminology that they can understand um, versus some of the jargon we all get caught in. So um, I've been honored and privileged to be able to work with some phenomenal uh, small and mid-sized businesses and organizations that serve in the health services arena um, over these last 30 years. And it is, it, it really is a pleasure and a privilege. And try, you know, when um, this year started, I thought I had probably seen almost everything in crisis and almost everything in what businesses can face and what we are seeing. And then COVID-19 pandemic hit. And I can say that, right, it, it, there was a whole new world. And, uh, didn't live through the depression, obviously, that was before my time, and we hadn't done those, we can learn from those, but certainly this is a new era and a new time, and yet we do have, uh, there is hope, and there's some some really helpful stories we can share about how to navigate the communications um, in the health services. Cindy, let me just start out by maybe doing a a couple of basic things. Um, You know, for most of the people in the healthcare field, when you start using words like crisis management and strategic communications, they're kind of like, you know, what in the world are you talking about? (laughs) You know, they don't, they don't, they just don't know. I mean, maybe you could just take a little bit of time and just explain those concepts uh, for all of our listeners, please. I would love to, and we're all at different um, parts of the spectrum in terms of how savvy or how much we do. And I'm for today's message, I'm really gonna talk about communications because what I find is everyone can relate to how do I communicate to my patients? How do I communicate and get new, new patients? How do I communicate to my staff? And in particularly in today, that is really what we're talking about is the communications. How to be strategic is how do we make it all come into a funnel so that I'm not doing um, shooting a dart over here if you play darts and a dart over here and you never hit the bullseye. And really what we're doing is trying to hit that bullseye to save on um, time, money, and resources, really, um, which few people have right now is to really make it be a strategic, which means you get a better return on your investment. Um, and, and it is our investments right now are critical strategy today compared to what it was, uh, a year ago, it has always been shortening the times to being strategic is what are you going to do this year? What are you going to do three years from now? It used to be you do 10 years out 
there's no need, uh, you know what your long-term vision, but we're in today's crisis and we're in today's moment. And so now we're talking about being strategic at the same time while you're making innovative choices to how you communicate, but being able to launch and test it right away. Um, because most are not having 90-day cash flow to be able to sustain time to do that. So it's really being able to be thoughtful and intentional about what we're doing for our communications. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much for that. Um, so I'm just going to kind of jump, I'm just going to kind of throw you right into the deep end. <laughs> Um, you know, uh, Governor Walls passed Executive Order 2051 yesterday. Mm -hmm. This is opening up, uh, you know, all the healthcare firms, which includes dentists, for um, elective procedures, and that takes in, goes into effect on Monday, May 11th. Now, you know, the amount of practices that are going to be set and ready to go on Monday, there are going to be far and few between, um, but. Looking forward, I mean, from a strategic communications piece, you know, what should the dentist be thinking about? What should they be doing? You have staff that are coming back to the office that are, are frightened. You have, you know, patients who are kind of like a little unsure. You know, what can the dentist do, you know, to, you know, in, ter you know, in terms of that? Mm -hmm. uh, first, take a deep breath because I think a lot of people are panicked a little bit on those. Some have already done some what if planning and they are ahead of the game. And we will, um, even now as you plan for May 11th, I think there's going to be, and we've talked Christian, that there are going to be uh, many dentists who don't open on May 11th. They wanna do it. So they wanna be safe, they wanna be to the health and well being of their employees and they wanna be doing the best of the patient. So even if you're not opening on May 11th, you do wanna be talking to your team now. And so there's kind of an order of what you need to think about. One is employees. So your employees are going to be, if they were furloughed, if they were laid off, if you were able to keep them going um, through your payroll, it is what do they want and need to know. I have an interesting statistic and that is that seven, I think it was 72%, I'll have to look up the exact percentage of, of uh, people, consumers who were surveyed and asked what was most important that they thought about what businesses did um, right now. And that was the safety of their workers. So I think that's important for um, dentists to know and their practices to know that their patients are also watching subconsciously and consciously about how they are interacting with their employees. Mm -hmm. And so um, helping look at how do we bring them back safely, it's gonna be top of mind for everybody right now, COVID-19, how, how am I safe? And you know, thank you to all of the health first responders and health care on the front line. They've done a great, a phenomenal job. And so how do we help that continue in the dental practice? So internal communication is as important as external, if not more. Um, the other thing that I just want to mention here as we're making decisions is 65% of consumers surveyed said how brands and how um, practices treat their customers now when it, they weren't in business or were uh, you know not with their doors open is going says a lot to them and that will help them decide how loyal they are to that to that uh, dental practice and to that firm that's a big number that's a huge and, number <clears throat> and so 
coupled with that, as we go into what, it's kind of a long answer to a short question, Christian, but the, the question is, there's kind of a hierarchy. As you look, if you look at Maslow's hierarchy of needs, um, it's the bottom up today. And the bottom is health and safety of what we're doing, and it goes up to the self-actualization at the top. And I, I, and happy to share that with um, people. But it's an important information to think about as you're communicating to your staff and as you're communicating to patients. I'm gonna, um, so communication's critical, staff first, um, what they're going to do, what they can be expected. Um, we can go a little bit into, there's a, a pretty extensive preparedness plan that everybody is having and required to do. Um, that is putting another uh, burden in so many ways, I think, on dental firms and dentists. But I will tell you, it's not as overwhelming as it seems. And we've done a, a few for other uh, organizations about getting prepared as we just finished our own preparedness. While it looks like I might be in our, my office, we are not in our office. That is our office. That's our virtual background. I'm, we are all working remote as well. But we Right, we are, but we have to do the preparedness. And what I can tell you is in preparing that and getting that, there's some great templates to use. There's some legal questions you gotta make sure, especially with dentists you've covered. But what it does, it gives you a roadmap and there are templates to use. And, it, and you do, I, and the dentist will feel better once they have that some preparedness. So that's a key piece. The other thing that they do encourage and we encourage is once you get your preparedness plan and it's usually the, the, dent, the primary partner dental who's managing the practice often doing that along with their key leader employee. Um, and so, and once it's done, it's really helpful to send that out to employees and allow them to give you some feedback. And the reason for that is it engages your employees as their voice is important. So many of them won't respond. I'll say it looks good to me, but it allows that they have questions, right? And get the questions covered. And th there may be legal issues that come up that you need to um, talk with your attorney with, which is important. It's always important in these situations. We have our partner of the legal and Christian with Wright and Associates, you know, your key to helping them navigate that um, as that preparedness. So internal, what's the preparedness? I'd like to use an example of someone uh, of, of a, not in your industry, but I just think it goes to showing innovation at, at right now of how do we have to reimagine doing things differently? And I encourage people to really look and that's one of the pieces we do a lot of is helping reimagine differently how we're going to do this so everything from how's the phone answered how is um how are they going to come into the office do you have a large enough lobby and waiting area that you can see how many people and do the social distancing do you have um there's uh, labels you can get that you can remove from floors and won't hurt your flooring at all that show you six and you've seen them in grocery stores, et cetera, but you can have them also for your 
for your practice. But here's one, I heard of a chiropractor, not in the state of Minnesota, but outside of the state of Minnesota, and they kept their, they were able in their state to keep their business open, one person at a patient at a time. And what they did, they set it up in advance, they only allowed one patient, they would have the patient stay in their car until it was their turn. They walked out, kept their social distance to welcome them, and to talk about the sanitation that had all occurred before they ever walked in the door. And I've talked to two patients that actually had gone to that and they a, felt so comfortable because they were vulnerable adults. Um, so it felt very comfortable and they felt like the service that they were given was not, it was far above, it was what they needed from a health service, but it was more than that. It was that experience that reassured that there was safety and security all taken into account. Mm -hmm. So kind of some stories about what to do that. So internally, you got to get that set first while you're doing that. What are you externally starting to say? Correct. That, or, um, oh, go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. Feel free anytime. So uh in, in a dental practice, and I think, you know, Cindy, you and I both know this, the, the value of being in the practice has always been come down for the patient is how much time does someone spend listening to me? Mm -hmm. And I think, uh, you know, with this Corona piece and with everybody coming back into the office, the idea now is not how many patients can we see in a day, which is it's more about how many patients, you know, can we listen to in a day? It becomes a really big deal with that, especially when you're talking about trying to promote safety, both, you know, with the staff and with the patients. And, and that's a great um, point, Christian, that I think that is really important, is that that time spent will go a long ways. And people today are, a are more patient to wait right, for their appointment if they know that it's being taken care of. And people are fearful of coming into in medical facilities and to dental practices. So we have to help them know what's safe and what we can say about that health and security. Another great thing that people are do, have done and we've encouraged, and quite honestly, not a lot of health services have done this, but I have heard they have they're just starting, and I think the dental practices um, you could be way ahead of the game. There has been time now where, for the first time, some of the dentists and the uh, folks uh, leading the practice have had downtime, so whatever that is. I don't know, we've been busier than ever, but that the little downtime mm -hmm. it goes a long way for a dentist or for somebody, a leader in this organization to make a phone call. So great example, doesn't sound like a big deal. 30 seconds to just call and say, I just wanna know how you are. I've got a neighbor over here. This is a true story. I have a neighbor over a friend over here who had to have a tooth pulled. Mm -hmm. And then I, I don't know all the details, Dentist, so please bear with me. But I know that she is waiting to go have um, the, uh, the tooth put back in and, to, and connected. But it got stopped, obviously. One of the most incredible things could, for that person is to get a call from the dentist saying, you know, we're, we're making plans for, for opening, but I'm really just calling to see how are you doing? You don't have any infections, just how are you doing in this? 
and I can share numerous stories out of out of dental practices that are that said that phone call resulted in a new patient. That phone call resulted in three new projects because you know what? You weren't calling to sell me something. You were just calling to be the person that in health services you are, which is how are you really doing? I'm Cindy Linus with CEL Marketing PR Design, and we are here to help you, particularly in post-COVID-19, to look at how you can reimagine, innovate, but ultimately communicate in ways that make sense and that deliver your message with your patients. You know, in today's society where it's like, you know, I think, you know, we've talked about this where it's just, it's go, 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 go. It's always nice to sit there and have someone ask, you know, Cindy, how are you doing today? Why, why are, you know, help me understand what's going on in your mouth. You know, is there something that hurts? You know, talk to me about that. And you're like, oh my gosh, someone asked me a question. Someone wants to know about me. Oh my goodness. I don't know what to say. You know, I mean, some patients pass out. Just kidding. It's a joke. <laughs> but I'm not that far off. I mean, you know, and I think to go on your point, Cindy, I think, you know, be the example that you want, you know, to have in your practice. You know, I've talked to Dennis about this. You know, if you want your staff to greet the patient with a mask and with gloves on, you have a mask or a face shield and gloves on when you meet the patient. So they know that, you know, the example is being set from the top down, that this is not a joke. And they're very serious about that. Because patients will do that. I've, I've watched them do it. I've been in lots of different dental practices. And if the dentist says one thing, but does another thing, then your credibility just goes, goes up in smoke. And no, and whether it's a dental practice or whether you're another healthcare clinic, or you know, even if it's a hospital, you can't afford to have that right now at all. Right. right. In terms of and this right now. Go ahead. Absolutely. And that PR, we call it public relations, but all it is is communication. And who do people listen to? Do they listen more to the owner of the company or do they listen to the patient that came into that organization? And we all know that, that, the, that the patient and your reputation of your dental practice is everything. People, people are our biggest assets right now. And that includes our employees, that includes our patients, et cetera. Um, having grown up in a small community, which I think is why really I ended up getting into this industries and this market, <laughs> is because I knew the value of that. I thought everybody grew up in a community that cared. I thought everybody grew up and had a neighbor who was going to help them if a disaster struck. Mm -hmm. And, you know, finding that that's been part of my own journey of evolution, like, whoa. And right now we're seeing unbelievable help rise to the surface to help businesses and practices stay in business and to help um, patients get the care that they want and need. Um, one of the considerations now, technology, if this would have happened eight years ago or 10 years ago, Ooh. this would not have been as easy because our technology no. was not where it is. No. Now, well, you and I know there's a lot of people who fear technology or may not have been up to speed. True. That is a, that is a achievable goal to overcome. Mm -hmm. And um, we can help do that. Uh, what they need to know is the consideration of we're seeing health clinics and um, practices use telemed. And I use telemed can be as simple as the phone call mm -hmm. where you can be HIPAA compliant. 
you can, you know, right now we can be HIPAA compliant to be able to do some of that that you would do in the office before they get in the office. So think outside um, and um, think about how could I serve that patient in some of that talk and how are you doing? So when they walk in, you shorten a little bit of the time in the chair, but they still feel like they have that experience. It's kind of a win-win if you can figure out that balance. But again, that's based on your culture and your, your, how you run your practice. In, in dentistry, we call it teledentistry. That's like, that's the new, kind of the new um, Thank you. Um, word um, or phrase uh, that's kind of come into the dental marketplace um, is, is that piece. And um, so that's kind of a new concept for, uh, for dentistry right now. Um, let me just uh, uh, switch topics just for a second. Mm-hmm. Um, we've talked a lot about what dental practices and dentists can do internally. What can they do externally? I think, you know, is that the dental practice sending out a postcard or is that sending out an email? Or I'm Christian, you have no idea what you're talking about. That's old school. <laughs> we do it like this now. <laughs> so, yeah, that, I think that's something that a lot of the, our listeners would want to know about. You know what the beauty is um, right now, Christian, is there isn't really old school. If you okay, were a good. company, if you were a company that has done postcards to your patients, yes. it's really appropriate for you to do a postcard to mm-hmm. your patients. What I would change about that postcard is mm-hmm. I would make sure it had a very much uh, personal feel to it and a personal type of touch. Because remember, to get to coming into a dentist or to make take action in today, we've got to cover some of the health and safety and that emotional well-being. Um, and even though that might, you don't think that that's necessarily the dental practice's role, it really is right now. And so that postcard, as an example, needs to have that. And, and any personal touch um, that you can do with that is is usually helpful in terms of not feeling sold. We're hearing a lot from consumers about, I want more information. I'm inundated with COVID-19. I'm watching everything. I'm overwhelmed. What they're looking for is real, authentic communications, and they're looking for hope. So if your hope is part of what you can bring is we're we're now opening for elective surgery, and we can do this, um, and you tell them those things, you're also telling them, but we've done all of this to take care. You are, your, your health and safety is of utmost importance, and we're following these guy, all the guidelines. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a balance. The other piece is your online presence, whether, no matter if you think it is, you, the people don't, I hear it all the time. People never come to my website. They don't come to me because of my website. What's happening today, they may not be coming. You don't know how many people are not coming because of your website. Um, But right now, your online presence, whether it's a website, whether it's social media, whether it's photos in the directory, whether it's your Google listing, that's your front door. It used to be your front door was walking into your office. But right now, your front door is your online. Your front door is, what do I hear when, when I call? I called a, um, I can't even remember who it was, their, their voicemail, their first thing they said is, we're open for business. And I totally didn't expect it because I, but I was really calling to make sure they were open for business. So in that little voicemail saying, we're 
happy to be open um, to serve to serve our dental patients. Here's what we're doing. Mm -hmm. Those are every touch we give has has an important message that we're delivering to make it easier for knowing what to communicate and how to communicate. That's that being strategic and you will repurpose content and repurpose what you're saying and it is going to feel old to you, the dentist and to your practice. But you have to remember that your patient or prospective patient may only have heard it three times. You feel like they've heard it 70. And the biggest question we're getting right, uh, right one of the biggest questions is how much is too much? Mm -hmm. And I would be less concerned about how much is too much. It much more about being consistent and things are going to change. So what you decide today for the what if, you're going to plan. Today's plan is, okay, our plan is to open on this date for these surgeries or for these services. But between now and then, I got it here. Our plan is to talk to employees, get our preparedness plan together, and we got to start communicating. Mm -hmm. So you can start communicating. We intend to open the week of this. Please stay tuned. Come back to the, you know, just little things to come back to our website. That's where the, the website does become important because any place online, you can change it quickly and people can look for it. The other place, if you don't have an active website that, that you could easily change and update is come back, you know, call us and they can come back and listen to your voicemail. And you need to update that voicemail then to tell them if things are changing or new. But in, then you also are planning the what ifs. What, what's gonna happen when we are completely open? What happens when everybody wants to come now and they're starting to get impatient because we can't get them in? You start to forewarn them now that you will be doing patient um, appointments if you don't, if you aren't able to see them, you will reschedule them. So you take on that onus versus them having to come back and reschedule, right? Mm -hmm. That communication says you as a doctor, you as the dentist, you as the team is going to really have a good customer experience, a patient experience. And that's what they're looking for. They are. Because people are, and both with leaders Leaders are either moving forward and having the what if situations and planning it out as much as we can. We all know that, you know, there are some cash flow wise, you don't know what's going to happen. And so, but you can still, you don't over promise, but you can still help let them know that you are moving forward and people will start to get on your bandwagon because ultimately what you want them to do is market for you. You want them to communicate to their friends and neighbors. Um, do. And that's your best communication. If you have 10, you have 10 staff members, they know a hundred people. That's a thousand people you could reach just by your staff feeling great about what you're doing. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, I like your comment about everything that you have, a, everything you touch, you know, on a personal level, um, patients recognize that and they respond well to that. And I think that's really, really true. And I, I think it's also interesting that most, you know, consumers or you know, people who go to a dental office or whether they just go to a, you know, another store aren't used to that piece. It's just mm -hmm. kind of get in, get out type of a feeling. And if you're able to, to uh, accomplish that in your office and people know that you personally care about them, that's going to go a long way. Let me ask you this question real quick. Mm -hmm. uh, Cindy, I know that one of the best ways to do that, I think, is through video. 
And you know, what are your thoughts on the dental practice putting together a practice overview video of, you know, here is the dentist walking a, a patient through the office and here's everything that we're doing to keep you safe. What are your thoughts on that? Um, so we know that the online, uh, the two biggest impacts you can have is video is one of those, right? The more visually you can be and the more you can personalize which video personalizes. Um, so we're a proponent of those. We think it um, helps increase your relationship and decrease some, um, decrease kind of the time actually. Once you do it and you do it well, the beauty of video today is depending on what you're trying to do, you always wanna have some quality, right? I wanna be able to hear you. You yes. wanna, especially in a dental practice, you wanna show that you're clean, you're organized, that you really know they're looking for um, the the folks who are really know their work and know what they're doing. So there are creative ways to make that happen um, and to do that, whether it's walking you through there, um, which may be harder to do just because of uh, COVID and the distancing. True. Yes, it is. But you can, you, can, you can send a videographer in there to do the walkthrough. The other thing is there are animation ways to do that where you can still have, um, it's, it's polished, but it, you are kind of having fun with uh, the dental practice and, it, um, and the animation to show, and you still feel at the end of the day and at the end that you know them. So we know that it decreases the amount of time to get to know someone. If I've seen a picture, if I've heard you speak, if I've, um, you know, this kind of a Q&A is a fabulous way to do that. People's attention spans are short, so you got to keep it short. Don't do a five-minute video and think that anybody's going to watch it. Uh, you know, one minute, two minutes max, that's about what you get. That's very true. Um, I know. It's, so sometimes you watch an eight-minute video and you're like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, unless it's really captures your attention or something you're really, you know, really, really interested in, you know, it, it becomes difficult to pay attention to that. Yeah, I think, you know, and going on top of what you just said, I mean, I think if the dentist is sitting there giving, you know, a real minute and a half quick spiel about all the safety that they've done in the office and everything they're doing for the patient. And at the end, you know, it's, we do it all for you. I mean, that, that I think that would make a huge impact. Yep, I agree. And the customer experience, to back to your point, is everything. It is. Um, and I love there's a, there's a, I don't know if it's a poster or what it is, I forget where we found it and what it is, but it says, basically, I love, um, I know that we have no normal, that we're not going to get back to any normal, but we're here to help you find the new norm. And to get, like get through that. And I think that's true, not only in our business, but I think that's true also with dental practices. The question is, think about it from a patient perspective, how are they going to work on my teeth with right. the, and keep you safe? I mean, it's a pretty basic, simple question. If you answer that, you probably mm -hmm. have a patient. Yeah. How, yeah. how are you going to work on my teeth? And I think the other, one, the other question that we're fielding a lot just you know, is, all right, how do I, how are you going to keep me safe? Right. What are, what are you going to do to keep me safe? Well, we're going to do this and we have masks and we have, okay, that's great. And that's wonderful that you're telling me now, show me that. Mm -hmm. And uh, we've talked to all my clients and I'm trying to like, 
trying to get them to fo focus on the, some of those things. Because if you can show the patient that, I mean, you know, your phone's going to be ringing off the hook and it's like, you're going to, I mean, <laughs> the social distancing thing is going to be pretty difficult for you. <laughs> Which right. Is really, right. A really good problem to have. And that's not just for a dental practice, Cindy, that's for, I mean, chiropractor, I mean, anything. It uh, is. Anything right now, um, I think, um, is, it's true for all of that. Yeah. And video is a great way to do that. I, I'll give you another simple example um, that we had actually an experience with a restaurant and I will go back there. And it was from the moment we, we went and we knew they were doing curbside. And so we went and called them for the curbside. While we were doing that, they told us about everything that, how it was going to work. They were going to bring out the food. They have sanitized everything before any anything happens. They put down on, nice. on, they have a platter. They have sanitized that before they do anything is put on there. They bring out your order. They've sanitized the pen that you're going to sign yes, I've that seen, card yep. with that we've already put out there. And then they walk away and then you pick it up. So then, so now think about the experience. The experience was we go to pick it up. We pull up and they say, yeah, pull, pull in here so we don't block the, any of the traffic. So we pull in there. This gentleman walks out really friendly, casual, and looks and goes up, ah, says our name from afar. We said, yep, that's us. And he comes out. You can see him wipe it down, the wipe it down. You can see he brought out the pen. The pen is wiped down. He puts the food on there. He steps aside. Uh, plenty of distance nice. away. Nice. We walk out, I go up, I pick it up, I write with the pen, and he says, thank you. I said, how's business? And he said, you know what? Business is okay. We're actually doing good curbside. And I'm like, you have done spectacular. And I walk back in, I get in, and what do I see? I see him go over, pick up the platter, wipe it down, pick up the pen, go back in for the next order. And I thought, they figured it out. They have it figured out. The Dental Breakdown Show, sponsored by White & Associates Practice Consulting. Better business, better dentistry. They are a practice management consulting firm for dentists and other healthcare-related businesses. Their sole purpose is to implement proven strategies through online and in-practice visits and result in the personal professional success of the dentist and his or her team. Cindy, you know, we, you know this, but my wife and I are expecting twins. So, you know, things so are going to get very exciting here really quick. <laughs> but the, I mean, the experience that we had going to the, uh, for our ultrasound at the doctor's office, and this was kind of right when a lot of this started. But I mean, I was impressed with, you walked in, they had all the chairs were six feet apart. Uh, you could not sit next to each other. You had to stop right where the sign, they had to stop right there in front of you that said stop. And then you had to clean your hands and they had the hand sanitizer right there for you. Then you walked up to the front desk. The lady at the front desk had a mask on and she had scrubs on. She did not have just regular business apparel. And she asked us some questions about, you know, where have you been? Have you been outside these country? And, you know, that type of thing. And then she did. She said, here's the pen with a glove. And we, my wife used it and then she wiped it down in front of us. And then she wiped down the counter in front of us and said, please have a seat. And I was like, wow man, these, this group has got it together and they did. And the experience was flawless between going into the back, figuring out, hey, we're having twin boys. Woohoo! I was excited. My, my wife wasn't as excited. It was great. <laughs> it was great. 
that was awesome. Anyway, but I mean, we came back out. I mean, the, 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 the doctor came in, she had full, you know, mask, everything on and we left and we were like, okay, we would come back there in a heartbeat. Absolutely. That experience is, is everything. And imagine what you expected now is very different what you would have expected five months ago. Right. But what, what you yeah. want and expect for experience is very different. And we have to keep that in mind. I have a question for the dental practice that I think is going to be one um, that will be a telltale for dentists. Mm -hmm. And we all know that there are many of us who um, dentists going to the dentist maybe isn't as uh, easy for some as others. Right. There's some anxiety around that. How the question I have, and not for us to answer today, I've heard some innovative stories, is I have a young child or an elementary child who's coming in, and how are we going to help prepare them? What are we going to do to help them and do mom or dad or a guardian get to come in with them? How are we going to manage that? And how are we going to communicate that before they ever come to this? I've got a, a seven, a six and a half year old grandson who yes, has to go in and he did yeah, and, um, and he will talk and he is not afraid mm -hmm. of the dentist at all. He actually um, likes going to the dentist. So it's set up for him to walk in there. But how do mom or dad that are going to take him in? He's got an appointment next week. What should they expect? Now is when they're going to want to know that. So that communication now, whether it's a phone call or whether it's an email or whether it's a text, whatever your communication mode is or can be, now is the time. It is. And uh, we've been talking to our clients about the, uh, this particular piece. And you know, I'm not going to go into all of it because we don't have time to go into all of it. But one of the things that we have said to our clients and to the dentist, make sure that either the dentist or you know, someone from the office calls the, the, the patient, which happens to be the child, but you don't want to talk to the child, you'll talk to the parent and communicate with them on what they can expect when they come to the office. And so when they get there, they know that the experience is going to be, you know, one, two, three, four, and that type of a thing. So then there's no, well, I don't know what to expect. And then confusion is the worst thing in the entire world right now. That will just kill that. But yeah, that's that's something we've been spending a lot of time talking to clients about. That's a um, a big piece. Right, yeah. and you're going to video. Um, you're talking video. I, I mean, am. These Zoom calls, um, if Zoom or whatever platform you want to use, those and there are some that are HIPAA compliant, which is yeah. really important, right? Um, that are the HIPAA compliant or the the dental compliant. You can imagine. Uh, I'm going to go back to my grandson. So he's doing distance learning. He's used to being on calls as a kindergarten. He's talking and demonstrating. Imagine if you could put uh, mom or dad or guardian along with that child on this call to say, here's what you can expect, whether it's the dentist or whether it's the manager of the practice or the office manager who says, we can't wait to see you tomorrow, Matt. You're coming and here's what we're gonna do because guess what, every student even at the age of kindergarten, knows about coronavirus. Yes, they do. So they do. So how are we going to say to them, can you imagine? You would, they would be telling their friends, did you know that our dental office called us and, and set it up so we could know exactly what was going to happen? That's very, it's it's valuable. To accomplish it. There's a lot of, I think there's 
uh, some really good tools out there for the dental practices and not just the dentists. I mean, whether you're the, the restaurant owner or whether you're a chiropractor or a dermatologist, I mean, there's a, I mean, or just, you know, or a business like yours. I mean, it's, um, there's a lot of opportunity out there. There is. And, you know, really our, um, we have talked to, we've always talked about being creative, effective, and lasting, i.e. the name, um, mm -hmm. about how you do your marketing and communications, that it, it needs to be somewhat creative. It needs to show you who you are, um, what your values are as a, a dental practice. It needs to be effective, not one hit wonders. Those don't help the long lasting, but something that is last and most lasting. And most importantly, I as a patient or I as someone who believes in your practice can easily say to other people, so because I'm going to market for you, that's what I'm doing. I'm going to communicate about what you've done. So as we look at this, uh, this time period, we really have shifted the, what people are, are working with is how do you reimagine how you're going to deliver this service? But it's not about the delivery in many ways. It's about how you communicate it. How are you going to communicate? How are you going to be innovative? And all it takes is one little thing that sets you apart. You don't have to redo your whole practice. You don't have to redo everything you do. But what is that one thing that is going to set you apart, whether it's a phone calls, whether it's messaging, whether it's your voicemail, whether it's how your website comes up uh, on the front, um, where do I go to get my information? Because that's what people want whether you're in rural Minnesota or whether you're in downtown Minneapolis, that what people are looking for is connection, safety, security, and hope. So you, you nailed it. Yeah, they are. Uh, it is. Yeah. You know, well, one of the things that we always, I tell my clients is, you know, in dentistry, you know, it's not about the teeth. It is, but it's not, you know, it's not focusing on a filling. It's focusing on the feeling. And I think that comes into the experience business, which the dentists are in because right now. That's, you know, yes, I need to communicate and yes, I need to tell people kind of how we're going to do some things, but there's also a feeling piece that goes along with that. That has been, you know, I think been ignored for a while, but now it's kind of come to the forefront and people need to know, Hey, people need to know that you care. It's, it's really important. They, they, they do. And for most dentists, that's not something new. And if you're in a community where you've been really involved or active in, mm -hmm. now is the time. If you're a Rotarian, now is the time to be talking about how you're opening because people are wondering, how is a dentist going to operate in this environment? How can they do teeth and still do social distancing? I mean, you could do, and what you, one of the things you should do is an FAQ, a frequently asked question, a five to 10 questions that you know your staff is going to get asked and you are going to get asked in the next month. And then that is part of your internal training. That is part of your internal communication about these are FAQs and here's how we're handling it. So everybody's on that same page. It's a great idea. Thank you very much. That's a, that's a really good idea. Not a problem. Um, yeah. I have, to, I have to share something that I think is, it's sometimes a little hope, right, that happens. Oh, please. And there is a, a, a poster we'd seen, the author's unknown, unfortunately, because I'd love to give them credit, um, but it was, not everything is canceled. 
And I think this is, you could do something <laughs> little like this. And it says sunshine is not can canceled. We did yes. our own kind of version. Spring is not canceled. Love is not canceled. Relationships are not canceled. Hope is not canceled. Not everything is canceled. It's just being done in a different way. And being different is okay. And I, I think it's actually being different right now is what will make you and help you sustain your business and your practice and potentially thrive. I mean, we didn't even go into all the examples of innovation from distilleries who are using alcohol who couldn't do, do their business, but they're using the alcohol to help make hand sanitizers mm -hmm. to people changing a business out to do face masks for health responders. And so what is it, my question that I pose to the dental practices, what is it what is your piece of providing being different? Mm -hmm. What is your experience that is different? Hey, that's excellent. That's, uh, that's very thought provoking when you come down uh, to the end of the podcast. <laughs> that's great. So, yeah, love working with people who wanna just take a look at it differently, whether it's just to help them work with you, Christian, mm -hmm. and um, your organization, help them look at what to communicate. And sometimes it's just, it's a consult that can, they can take and run with it. Other times they need our help. Either way, I'm happy to do that and happy to do a free consult just to help them get on the right path. Cindy, you know, we've worked with you um, and your company on a number of different projects and I have nothing but rave reviews for you. Uh, the clients love working with you. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, you provide an unbelievable service. Uh, you really, really do. You guys are great. Thank you, and Christian. It's a it pleasure. Is true. It is. And, you know, I just want to say uh, thank you for being on the Dental Breakdown today. Thank you for being on the show. Um, you know, this conversation was unbelievable and it's great. And it's going to really, uh, I think it's going to impact a lot of people. Thank you for listening today. I'm Christian White, the CEO of White & Associates Practice Consulting, Better Business, Better Dentistry. If you would like more information on today's topic, you can contact us at whitedentalconsulting.com slash breakdown. Keep those teeth white and see you next time on the Dental Breakdown Show.